0: They have no definite approaches but wander about in circular side tracks and most savage monsters are concealed in their labyrinth of deception. Henry Abbot of Clairvaux. It was still dark outside when I woke, sweat-soaked and shaking after another of those awful dreams. The plot changed nightly, The danger differed, but the theme was always the same. A desperate attempt to reach him through fire or flood or some other monstrous menace before it happened. Sometimes I saw him, smiling and unaware, deaf to my screams of warning, just before the wave broke or the flames engulfed him. Sometimes he had seen the danger and turned a tormented face toward me, crying out for help as I beat vainly at the barrier that separated us. Sometimes she was there, sometimes she wasn't. But I could always feel her presence, watching and waiting. My groping hand found the light switch. It took me a while to remember where I was, what hotel, what town, what country. There had been so many different rooms. They were all more or less alike, whether the furniture was imitation Chippendale or imitation Danish modern. This one was imitation Elizabethan with fake beams across the ceiling and a bed draped with imitation hangings that didn't actually open and close. I had learned how to fight the lingering horror of the dream by concentrating fiercely on prosaic details like those and by playing back, like a recorded tape, the memories of how I had got to the Witch's Roost Inn in the village of Malkin in the county of Lancashire, in the country of England. It was getting harder and harder to place myself. I'd covered a lot of territory in the past three weeks. We had planned to start from London, and that was where I began, in the quiet church in Lambeth. It was a museum now, and part of the churchyard had been laid out as a garden. We always assume the sun will be shining when we're on vacation, but it was raining that day, Not hard, just a slow grey drizzle like tears. The little garden had a softer kind of beauty in that misty air. The bulbs made a brave show, crimson tulips and blue scilla, narcissi yellow as sunshine. The grey stone sarcophagus looked less incongruous in that setting than one might have supposed. It was carved with designs as exotic as any that ever graced the coffin of an Egyptian pharaoh crocodiles, dragons, temples. I sat on the edge of the fountain for quite some time, while the rain straightened my hair and darkened the shoulders of my raincoat. There was no one else there, no one at all. Hampton Court, Winchester Castle, Hatfield House, London to Surrey to Sussex, Hampshire and Somerset and Wiltshire, and then east into Suffolk and Norfolk before heading north to my present location. Not from stately home to stately home, though I had seen a few. It was the gardens I sought, the old gardens. I had followed with dogged persistence the route we had planned, driving long miles every day and falling exhausted into bed every night, each time in a different hotel. Not tired enough to sleep without dreaming, though. I had avoided the smaller inns and the bed-and-breakfasts. They were too cosy. I didn't want to be welcomed like a friend or chatted up by ye host and hostess. This inn was smaller than I would have liked, but I had no choice. It was the only hotel in town. The town was smaller than I would have preferred, too. I had planned to spend the night in Manchester, but the events of the afternoon had left me too shaken to go on. First the disappointment of being refused admittance to the place I had come so far to see, and then the accident and its unpleasant consequences. The accident wasn't my fault. Admittedly, I was in a bad mood because I'd been turned away from the gates of Troyton House so unceremoniously. Not even by a person, but by a brusque electronic voice. I had known the place wasn't open to the public but the anonymous voice hadn't even given me a chance to explain what I wanted and why. It roused all my worst instincts, which were in the ascendant anyhow, so I headed for the nearest village, thinking I would have tea and try to decide whether to give it up or make another attempt the following day.